0: Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Welcome to the Along Came a Writer Network. Opinions expressed in our shows do not necessarily reflect those of the network. Welcome to Chat Noir, Mystery and Suspense. I'm your host, Linda Kozar, and today I'm going to be chatting it up with author Rachel Phillips, author of What Else? Mystery and Suspense. And we're giving away a free book, her book uh, Murder Simply Played. And if you would like to enter, please call in. Uh, or you can comment on our Facebook pages, Rachel Phillips' Facebook page or mine, and your name will automatically be entered, not with a like, but with a comment. Now, if you wanna call in, the number is 516-453-5123, and Rachel would be happy to answer your questions as well. All right, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about Rachel Phillips. She's a church music director, and she began her unplanned writing career during midlife when the church secretary demanded newsletter articles at gunpoint, and they do that. They really do. Um, At Bethel College, and you're going to have to help me, Rachel, with Mishakwa, Indiana. Is that
1: not too bad? It's Mishawaka.
0: Mishawaka. Okay. Well, I like it. I like it. Um, She named
1: her an Indian princess.
0: (laughs) Ah, okay. Well, I love that. That's a story right there. Um, And she obtained degrees in professional writing and English and she made connections that resulted in her first biography, Frederick Douglass, followed by three others. 2007 American Christian Fiction Writers Genesis winner and a 2012 finalist for the ACFW Carol Award, Rachel has written six novels and recently signed contracts for Four Cozy Mysteries. She's also co-authored a reference guide, Women of the Bible, and three three novella uh, collections. She also is an Irma Bombeck Global Award winner and enjoys writing humor and has published more than 700 articles, newspaper columns, devotions, and stories for newspapers, magazines, and various collections. She and Steve, her high school sweetheart and husband of 40 years, live in Indiana where he serves as a family doctor and also as an adjunct professor at Taylor University. Their three grandchildren and six perfect grandchildren all live in Indiana and Michigan. I personally think children and grandchildren are all perfect. <laughs> I don't have grandchildren yet, but I'm sure they will be. <laughs> so, so welcome to the show, Rachel.
1: Well, thank you, thank you very much, Linda. I've been looking forward to this. Oh, we're so
0: glad to have you. So. Um, I just want to ask you, okay, why do you write mysteries, and how did you get started? Because you said you have an unplanned writing career, and I love that.
1: Absolutely. Uh, I wrote a lot when I was a kid, but it didn't occur to me to be a writer at all. It just didn't, somehow it didn't register. But, uh, oh, in my late 40s, that's when the music director, you know, uh, the uh, church secretary, rather, asked us for for articles for the church newsletter, and as I got into my writing career, I wrote romances and I wrote biographies, uh, but then uh, I got a, a, a contract with uh, Annie's Publishing of Burn, Indiana, um, and they wanted me to write some cozy oh. mysteries. Well, <clears throat> like I said, I, I hadn't planned to do that, and I'm so uh, right-brained, I thought, can you really pull this off? Um, I had loved mysteries. I, you know, as a kid, Nancy Drew, uh, Hardy Boys, Trixie Belden, loved them. Uh, but uh, oh, to write too. one, uh, but uh, I, uh, you know, uh, signing a contract's very motivating. So others helped me. God helped me, and I began writing mysteries.
0: And and they're fun, aren't they?
1: Oh, they are. The more I write them, the more I enjoy it. I'm really hooked on it. <laughs> um, so
0: um, is there a secret to writing cozy mysteries? I mean, there. Wait, tell people in the audience how cozy mysteries are different from regular mysteries. Because, you know, there is a big difference.
1: Yeah, yeah, there is a big difference. Well, first, to write mysteries at all, you have to be a little strange yourself. Oh, uh, you know. <laughs> As TV's Rick Castle says, only psychopathic killers and mystery writers sit around figuring out original ways to kill people. Um, <laughs> so it helps to be a little on the twisted side. And if you're a pastor's no, daughter like I am, hey, you know. Yes, uh, I, I Cozy, I agree. <laughs> cozy mysteries, um, less blood and guts, which is fine with me. I'm a real buff. Yes. Um Less of that, uh, more of the small town setting, Uh, although as Agatha Christie said, small towns can be very evil. Uh, But uh, it it usually involves uh, friendly characters, friendly small town, uh, places you would not expect murder to happen or evil to happen, but it does. Oh, yes.
0: Uh, You know, I think those are the scarier places. They really are, you know. Um, yeah, and because- <laughs> <you> know, yes, <laughs> having having twisted minds. Though I mean, I was on my computer uh, a couple nights ago re- researching poisons, how to and putting those questions in <laughs> the person to die. You know, and I thought, gosh, if there was a some sort of murder that happened and they saw my computer <laughs> searches, they would so tie me in. I
1: get some pretty scary ads, too. One time I was researching uh, explosives, and so for for a month or so, the ads that popped up on Facebook and elsewhere were pretty weird, so I get that. Yeah, yeah,
0: kind of feeling you out to see if you were some kind of, you know, homegrown terrorist.
1: (laughs) Well, who knows? Someone may come knocking at our door someday.
0: Great. Okay.
1: (laughs) Okay. so, um,
0: besides, besides when you came to the Lord, what is the happiest day in your life?
1: Oh, I've been blessed. I am one of those people who has been blessed with so many, uh, you know, uh, we do have children and grandchildren and they're a joy, but I think my senior year in high school, we were high school sweethearts when my husband first asked me out, which I never thought he would, uh, I think that i knew something special was in the offing even then just it, it was a happy one of those days that that you never forget
0: oh you're okay you're gonna tear me up here okay
1: cool. <laughs>
0: Um it's been 42 and when, years now and, <laughs> and oh, i feel the same way that's amazing and okay um tell us about the day you received your first contract. I know that had to be a happy day, one of your happy days.
1: <laughs> it, was, it was great, and it was wild too, uh, because it was a novella contract with Barber Publishing, and, and uh, the thing was, um, I, my three co-writers uh, you know, in a novella collection, uh, they were all published and I wasn't, and they asked me to be part of a and so I was the newbie. Uh, we got together on the phone and, and per computer and, and came up with a proposal. Well, nothing happened for a good while that I knew of. And when a conference was coming up, the ACFW conference was coming up, um, You know, I thought we really should find out. It's been months. We should find out whether this is dead in water or whether it's going to happen. So I said, you know, why don't we meet with the editor at lunch? And, and you know, Cynthia Rukti, bless her, she was already such a professional and so much help. She Mm -hmm. and Becky Malby and Eileen Keys, all three of them were so helpful. And they, oh, yes, we'll get together for for lunch and we'll talk to this editor and we'll, you know, and everything. Well, the whole thing was a facade because they already knew that Barbara was going to give me, was going, they were going, we had a contract. (laughs) They knew it. My agent knew it. Everybody oh. knew it, but me <laughs> 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 so Oh, that's when, when I got there uh for conference that, that evening, I'd been traveling, and I was half asleep from jet lag and all that, and uh they announced the the contract there in front of everyone, and yes, I never will forget that I was so blown away I sat there for i don't someone had to sort of push me out of my seat to go up up to the front and everything. It was magic. <laughs> Oh, that's
0: awesome! That's exciting. Um yeah, and that, that's going in with a bang,
1: you know. That's going Uh-oh. into the whole. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Now um, the writing career is great, but it'd be nice if it was always that much fun. That was cool. <laughs> well, when you're when you're drawn into the whole writing thing and you start
0: getting blessed with contracts, um, do you ever feel overwhelmed?
1: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> definitely <laughs> uh, i've had to um you know when finding a time to wash your hair you know <laughs> becomes an issue that's kind of sad i still have christmas decorations up uh, <laughs> i i my i pretty much read the the Contracts have been uh, close, which doesn't always happen. You know, when I was first writing fiction, i have five or six years at least without anyone showing any kind of interest. It, it seemed, uh, uh, but uh, but then boom, boom, and uh, it, it's just uh, yes, I pretty much had to kind of strip my life recently, at least the last several years, uh, to trying to keep my focus on God, uh, on my marriage and family and writing and speaking and that's kind of you know I, I slip in lunch with friends as often as i can but uh, it's uh, uh, it's it's a demanding life it can be
0: uh, yeah i mean um, i wrote for annie's too started off a, a collection and there was a lot of pressure on me because i i was doing the first book and so you oh, know yeah. another feeling where you you have to set the tone for everything else but you um uh, besides just writing a book, you know, and you wake up every morning sort of nervous like, oh, I've got to do at least 2,000 words today. And it doesn't matter right. if you're feeling good, you're feeling bad, you're, you know, doesn't matter. You do <laughs>
1: Even it if it's sunshiny outside and you're aching to get out there and, you know, ride bikes or something. Yep.
0: Yeah, and I, you know, um, I never be want to be one of those authors who has to write fifty thousand words in a week i I just can't do that i I like to plan things out <laughs> you know, I just can't <laughs> but um, but anyway i and I'm guessing you're like that too you're not gonna do that sort yeah. of thing
1: either. no I did um, write close to fifty in about five weeks but huh in a week <laughs>
0: yeah. in, in, no. in five weeks but that's that's still ten thousand words a week that, and that's pretty yeah that's pretty impressive, but it can be done. So um, who is your favorite or most memorable mystery character? And it can either be one of your characters or it can be in classic uh, mystery books.
1: Okay, it's classic. I would have to say Miss Marple. She's so what? sneaky. She, I just love her. Uh Criminals think she's this helpless old lady, you know, that, that she, she just sits there knitting and, and they talk and tell her everything. <laughs> I, I just love her because she's so smart and uh, she knows human nature so well. Uh, she's, she's, her cool Poirot, her Belgian, uh, Agatha Christie's Belgian detective is a very close second, but I do, do love Miss Marple.
0: You know, I read that. I read, I read that she hated that character Hercule Poirot. She oh, hated him. Really? He wanted to kill him off. I, yes, I I read this article, and um, she wanted to kill him off much sooner. And he's—I oh, right. think I he's I the character killed off. You know, I'm trying to remember.
1: So, it's been a while, but. Um... Yeah, he, well, he wasn't lovable in the sense Miss Marple was. I mean, he, he try. if I had to live with him in all his little mind games, I don't
2: think I'd like it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It awesome. <laughs>
0: now, what about, um, oh, okay, which Sherlock Holmes do you like?
1: Do you like the American um, one
0: or the British one? Oh, no, I'm I talking am, about
1: the. Right, I haven't um, watched that much TV lately, so I'm not far from an expert. But probably the British, I think, is closer. Certainly, well, I mean, Sir Conan Doyle, I mean, was British. Um, uh, Americanized. I mean, the, the the actors do an amazing job, but it's to me, it's a little bit most more postmodern. It's more postmodern uh, than the original, yeah. which certainly wasn't written during that era. And uh, well, I prefer the original. I like
0: Cambridge. the you got to just say and Benedict. <laughs> dot dot dot.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you got to. <laughs> he is amazing, yeah. no doubt. No about more. It.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> what is your current work in progress?
1: Okay, I am just finishing the edits on another book of um, uh, the Amish Inn series, and uh, it's called A Fatal Harvest. A fatal harvest. It takes place during October, and so I'm finishing up the edits on that. Got to get those done in the next uh, week or so.
0: And, uh, What's, uh, can I ask, what is your favorite? Uh, I think we have a caller on here. Let me let me see. Hello, caller. Do you have a question for Rachel?
2: Yes, I actually have two questions. Oh, wonderful! What's um, your name, please? For- If I could. Um, One of them is, I'd like to know about her process. Um, You know, I know if a person operates from an outline and things, I just didn't know if she is a believer in one of those fast drafts and then going back through a few times or just, you know, more slowly as she goes. What do you say, Rachel?
1: I always for a mystery particularly I always have an outline a chapter outline to work with I always make one of those and a calendar uh, to have to make sure that certain things happen on certain days because I found if I don't do that I paint myself into a corner really fast uh, I have enough trouble keeping track of the days <laughs> of my real life uh, when- without keeping track of characters' lives too, uh, without a calendar and so um, and an outline. So I start with an, uh, an outline. Now things may change a bit, and of course you have editors' comments and so on. But uh, yeah, I, I do the outline, then I do the draft. and usually I see I have some really good critique partners who are really mean. I mean, I love them. They're wonderful <laughs> women, and I love them dearly. But they are so mean, and they go through my stuff and tear it all up. And and between all of us, then uh, hopefully we come up with uh, a draft uh, that I send in. Uh, then of course that comes back with edits. So that's that's pretty much my process.
2: Great. Um, the and do you wait till it's entirely finished to, for it to go to your critique people, or is it? a process as you go along?
1: I prefer to do that, but time doesn't always allow it. Um, and so I will send chunks. I will send the first four or five chapters together, and then the next chunk, and the next chunk. So at least, um, uh, you know, they have a, a, a bigger view than just chapter by chapter. Um, and so that's how I do it. but. Um, Preferably, it would be nice uh to do the whole thing so that you can see you know from beginning to end because sometimes things change, you know twists happen uh-huh. because sometimes the writing does take over anybody who's done fiction knows what that happened, you know all of a sudden a character oh. takes off and you go, "Whoa, what happened with that uh so still, that's not a perfect process, but if anybody has a perfect writing process, I sure hope they'd tell me about it. I'd love to know. <laughs>
2: Thank you, Colin. Does, does that answer Yes, thank you. And I didn't know the other question I had is what about it gets easier? And I've heard people say it actually can get harder because you've used ideas, so you're having to go up with different ideas. I mean, the question is, does it get easier?
1: Okay. Um. On writing cozy mysteries, um, in one way it does get easier because I can catch my mistakes faster. Uh, in the beginning, I'd be happily writing away, and then go, "Whoa!" You know, I'd be halfway through the book and realize, "You know what's going to happen with this, you know, subplot that you had? <laughs> you gotta fix this." So oh, I'd have to go back and fix all of that. Um, I'm. <laughs> by now i'm learning to be uh, uh, to 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 recognize possible dangers <laughs> in writing before before they take me over um it does get more difficult particularly in a series um for, just for just a small example i've written i've completed now this um uh, they haven't all been published yet, uh, but I've completed. This is the sixth book uh, that, I've, that I'm that i completing in this series. And just have, finding enough Amish names, you know, Swiss Amish names and not repeating uh, gets complicated. And that's without trying to find, you know, original ways of killing people and stuff. I mean, you know, uh, you can't get two blood and guts and a cozy, and you, I don't want to, bleh. Uh, But you also need to... Uh, to 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 be original to to think creatively and uh, when you've done several books in a series that can get tough that's when when writing groups and brainstorming sure do help God bless our fellow writers I have wonderful uh, writing groups both online and in person uh, that help me out
0: now now caller uh, you called in so your name is entered in the drawing but I don't have your name so if you want to Um, Facebook message me with that then I can throw your name in the hat and I'll be announcing the winner later is that would that be
2: okay okay yes thank thank you you.
0: thank you so much okay um, thanks
2: thanks
1: for calling
0: okay Okay, (laughs) and the book we're giving away once again is murder simply played so enter there's still time I'll, I'll announce it later and you could win Okay, <laughs> so um, what are your hobbies besides writing and reading? I know you're very musical, Rachel. You're very, you know, choir director, and, and you also do that at, at uh, the American Christian Fiction Writers Conference. You lead the choir. Yeah,
1: I Fantastic. love doing that. Those are wonderful women. Uh, so far, we just had, well, one time we had a brave guy. But uh, yeah, I really enjoy that. I'm currently, I was a choir director for like 25 years, uh, but I'm now um, uh, just singing in our choir, and it is an awesome church choir. I, uh, it's That's wonderful. Amazing. Uh, but uh, I love playing, uh, as I play by ear primarily. Uh, I love playing, every day I uh, I try to, to sing a couple of worship songs, uh, whether classical or, you know, rather classic hymns or or uh, contemporary, sing those in worship, and um, anything musical. I love going to concerts and that sort of thing. But my husband and I are also pop-up campers. We love to camp, uh, go out in the wilderness and hike and all that good stuff. Um, and uh, we also have a bicycle built for two, which is uh-huh. a lot of fun. <laughs> you said <sing> that <those> <laughs> And shown so up. <laughs> It wasn't so fun at first. Uh actually a magazine article came out of that for marriage partnership. Uh it was our empty nest gift to each other and we <clears throat> ended up uh our first attempt we crashed into the neighbor's trash can. So um it took a little <laughs> <laughs> took a little uh practice, but uh we love yeah. doing that.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Well, you know, we are we're running out of time, so I want to make sure people know how to find you. Um okay. Uh, your website is www.rachel, R A C H A E L O, Phillips, dot right. com. And the Phillips has two L's in it, and there's an O in the middle because apparently there's probably, I'm guessing, another Rachel Phillips out there who's a writer, <laughs> and you had to yeah, add I'm your
1: so. Yeah, we yes. were getting each other's stuff, and she wasn't too thrilled about that. <laughs> and you wouldn't I don't think. Yeah.
0: Um, so we're going to do we're going to do a fun um, rabbit hole. You know, we're going to go down a rabbit hole right now and just ask questions. Uh, sometimes I call it a believe it or not, or I call it uh, a lightning round. <laughs> but today we're okay. just going to go down. Okay, um, because we write scary stuff. What? Personally, scares you in a mystery or suspense
1: more than anything. I mean, yeah. uh, um, more the sense of something that might happen than what actually happens. Um, the the anticip The anticipation, having a person. Who seems and this works very well with the cozy having a person who seems harmless, who seems pleasant, mm-hmm. who seems uh, seems like an everyday person turn out you know to be to to be really scary. Uh, that's pretty creepy. And uh, of course the classical you know dark scary nights and all of that. I really am a was I scare easily. It's amazing that I'm writing these books. <laughs>
0: <laughs> definitely, definitely. like okay, like this. If you hear this in a scary movie, listen. Yep. <laughs>
2: That's uh, that'll do it. <laughs> now <laughs> what about not under the
1: feet scary, but but I'm on my way. Yeah. Is it, uh now what about
0: um like the say the sound uh some people don't like uh fingernails on a chalkboard. For me uh. it's the sound styrofoam scraping against cardboard, you know, and of course every appliance in the world, you know, comes
1: packaged that way.
0: Do you have a quirk sort of like that?
1: A quirk, a quirk that, that makes me nuts. Yes. Oh, there are plenty of them. Um, I think I had a GPS lady scare me. They're always so snooty. You know, they don't they never have a GPS lady with a nice, friendly southern accent or a Midwestern. No, no. It's someone who makes you feel like you have an IQ of point two, you know. See, and so, yeah, I, I,
0: I would like I have named my GPS lady Edna. But I, my fantasy is to if I could have an, uh, an old woman's voice and say, oh, honey, you took a wrong turn over here. But that's OK. We can. Oh, we can I go love the- it. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun if GPS yes, it could be an old lady named Edna, and Edna would just be so kind and gentle in how she redirects
1: oh, you. See, you could make a million. There you go.
0: I know. You could I think so. Go with you know, her. <laughs> but um, now, um, favorite rejection food. When you get everybody has something when they are rejected. Mine is chili cheese, uh, fritos because you know nothing gets worse than that in terms of junk food. <laughs> So, do you have one? Uh,
1: What? The the one thing I should not be eating and absolutely madly love? If you get a
0: rejection, you know, I mean, to comfort yourself,
1: you know? Oh, well, I live three blocks from Ivanhoe's, a place that makes 100 different Sundays.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Yes. I don't know why God moved me here. I really don't because it's scary. Uh, I have to put, I have to constantly, <clears throat> uh, resist temptation. And so, but it's a great place for celebration. You know, you do your thousand words. Hey, go to Ivanhoe's.
2: <laughs> I
0: remember, um, a place, uh, oh, what was it called? Um, it was an ice cream place that was very popular in like the seventies. And, um, johnny's Follies, or i don't know something like that where you'd go in and they would there would be a mountain of ice cream you could share with friends like scoop on top of scoop on top of scoop with everything on yeah. it like
1: here yeah. in indiana it was ferals and they had something they called the pig trough that's it <laughs> yep.
0: that's i used to have dreams about that like wow <laughs> you better never no, move near Ivanhoe's. that's all i can say yeah, I just, Boy, I'd better not because I'm lactose intolerant now. So,
2: <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: But we we are almost done. And I'll just have to have you back because I didn't get to ask you. It's um, never long enough. So will you come back, Rachel?
2: I'd love to have oh, you. Come. Please ask me again. This is fun.
0: OK, good. Well, thank you so much. And I'll let you get back to writing now. And you guys go out and buy Rachel's books. And and there's still time to enter to win that free book. So please go to my Facebook page or to Rachel's and uh, and enter your name, not with a like, but with a comment. Thanks so much. Thanks, everybody, for listening in. Bye bye.